Can you tell Jason doesn't have kids at his house? He watched a Quincy Jones documentary <laughs> and he went to bed at 12.30. Seriously. He's kidless for a week. The kids, it's been you're crazy. like refreshed as can be, man. Start the timer. Welcome to Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav. I've got my shorty, cut-off denim jeans ready, my headband. I am good to go. It's 80s time, baby. Oh, boy. That's a little teaser alert for you. I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. We're all about the travel, the freedom, the lifestyle. If you go to locationindie.com slash side, you can get our side hustle success guide if you want to build a location-independent business on the side while you're working full-time. That, uh, that'll that give you all the tools you need to do that. Three super important strategies. Trav, uh, we got a lot to talk about today, and not the least of which is... Well, first of all, I'm trying to get the visual image out of my head of you in cutoff jeans. Well, did I mention they were stonewashed jeans? Because that's that's really important. They're stonewashed (laughs) cutoff jean shorts. Oh boy, what? And they're short, baby. They're short. We. uh, I hope so. I mean, I'm I'm starting to. Yeah, I'm trying to think where where are my short eighty shorts because we're going to be having some partying going down summer style next year. What are we doing? Let's let's we're gonna lay it all out here. We're gonna really talk about getting behind the scenes. We're gonna share with you a big decision we've made and how it's scaring yesterday, the crap. A how big decision yeah. we made yesterday. How so it's scaring the crap new. out of us, but it's also exciting us. And we're just gonna share our emotions so you can understand this uh, business stuff ain't so cut and dry all the time. It isn't so cut and dry. The big thing that we will be doing is we are going to be holding a camp. So an adult sleepover summer camp Woo-hoo! we're gonna be doing that i tentatively but probably called camp indie that's that's the going name the working title at this point and we're gonna be doing it next summer 2020 and we so we've we've played with a lot of ideas so let's give people a tiny bit of background here we play with a lot of ideas because we believe that Getting people together in person is one of the most important things that we can do to build a strong community, whether that means just LI members, which we've done some experiences for for just people inside LI, or whether that means like getting people together who might not be members of the LI community, but who, who are looking to build this lifestyle, right? And so we've toyed with a lot of ideas. Jay, you know, you and I have talked about the fact that we met at a conference that we both love, World Domination Summit. I just got back from that this year. It was great again. I met some really cool people. So we know how important these in-person events are. We know how how much they can't, it can't be overstated and they can't really be replicated as, as cool as it is to do stuff online and collaborate and, and get on zoom and get on Skype. There's magic that happens when people meet up in person, whether they know each other or whether they don't beforehand. And so we have wanted to do a bigger in-person event for a while. We thought it was going to be a conference for a while. And then somehow we started talking about doing a camp. Well, and we started talking about like getting back to just having fun. That right. was the call we had. And we were brainstorming and saying, hey, like we're 
we're getting into the weeds with this business stuff sometimes, and we're getting away from you can't, everything. Can't all be peaches and cream, peas and carrots, or whatever you prefer. I mean, I guess the essence of lifestyle business is that you get to design the business and you get to make it whatever you want, and you can do fun things, and that's a choice in it. And I remember coming to a realization around that pretty recently, and then we got on a call and we just started talking about it and. I just I think I just went off on like this whole tangent of like, hey, let's just get back to having fun. Let's do something fun that excites us, you know, and uh, is something that's kind of in line with who we are as people and who our community is and the type of people we want to bring together and how we want to bring them together and what we love as travelers and all of this stuff. And let's just design something fun that we could all be super excited about. And then we landed on this camp idea. Well, we also, yeah, exactly. We knew we wanted it to be fun. We also knew the important things that we had gotten out of conferences. I mean, speakers are great and you and you definitely learn stuff and we're going to have some of that at camp too. It's not just going to be, hey, you're going to go down the zip line together, right? Like there will be speakers, there will be workshops, there will be stuff like that. But I think what we can there will also realize, be a slip and slide. There'll also be a, right. a wakeboarding. There'll also be a climbing like said, wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There'll be color wars. Shall I go be, on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are going to be a lot of activities, stand up paddle boarding, yoga, whatever. So I think the big realization was that going to these conferences, the most important thing that happened was the connections with other people. And so we thought, well, what can we do that's fun and a little more geared towards connecting with people versus oh, well, you're at a conference, connections are happening just because, you know, there's a lot of people there. But, the you know, you're, you, the connections are happening, oh, you're going into a conference room, you're going into a main stage, or you're going into a breakout room. Well, cool, you can make connections. But what's an easier way to make connections? When you're all together, sleeping over, at a summer camp, doing awesome activities, having fun, and learning. And so that was where our mindset shift happened. We decided to do a camp. We have been looking at a lot of camps and a lot of places around the country. And uh, we, we think, we're not going to like give you the name yet because we still haven't signed the contract. So we're hon- we, But we think we've honed in on the, the perfect spot. And Jay, it's all great. So everything's awesome. We're very excited for a camp. Anyone I've told about this camp, which was at World Domination Summit, I told all our location name members who were there, plus anyone who would listen, that I want to do an adult summer camp. The feedback was through the roof. People were like, oh my gosh, I want to go. This is going to be amazing, right? Because we all remember summer camp. It was such a great time as a kid, and yet we don't do things like that as adults because we're not given the opportunity. So it seems to check every single box of the things that we want to happen, right? People making connections, people having fun, people learning in an awesome environment, us getting to to bring people together, us having fun, all these boxes are checked, except there's one elephant in the room when it comes to running any event, and that is the fact that we have to outlay a lot of money up front to book this camp and to reserve it without having any ticket sales and without having, having ever done it before and knowing how many people will be able to come. So that is ultimately our big issue right now with camp and an issue that I think a lot of people, not whether you're running a camp or doing any type of project, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're starting your own thing, there is a point where you have to say, wow, I'm going to spend a lot more money on this than I've ever spent on anything else before. And it's scary. And... You know, I, I, it makes me nervous. And this camp 
even though we know it's going to be awesome, we're excited to do it. It's a number, the amount of money that we have to spend that is way bigger than anything we spend on anything. And it makes us pretty nervous. Uh, yeah, makes us really nervous. But on the flip side of that, just to rewind a little bit, and this is something if you're listening, you can kind of, I'm sure you've experienced this, whether you're just ramping up your business or in the middle of stuff, and you're always making decisions and trying to decide on new things you're going to do. And when we were talking about a conference and all, I wasn't getting the warm and fuzzy feeling. All I was seeing was sort of this really hard, arduous, painstakingly detail-oriented conference planning work. And that didn't get me excited. So as like as somebody designing experience or like being a part of it on that side, I wasn't feeling it. You know what I mean? Like I was feeling the end result of getting people together, but I wasn't feeling the idea of putting together a conference because it's just a lot of work. Now, when you step outside of that and we started thinking, well, what's something we could do that's like in the same vein, but it's bringing people together in a different way. We landed on this camp thing and it turns out much easier to produce, also much more fun, also gives me and Travis both the warm and fuzzies. And I can think back to uh, like going into a hostel is a great example of this in France when I was on my first backpacking trip and just like instantly became friends with all these people in the room. And we like laughed and hung out for like days, laughed till we cried so many times and we were just strangers who connected right away. And I think that's why camp is going to be great for this community because everybody that's listening to this or as part of this community as travelers, we've kind of experienced that in some way, shape or form, right? You just like connect with somebody really quick and then you're having a great time with them. And it's just a different kind of connection when you're out somewhere like sharing an experience in a different place is not where you live. And so all of these things kind of, like Travis said, ticked all the boxes for us. And I just wanted to mention that because thinking about your own business, if there's some, some things you're considering as we get into the risk discussion that aren't giving you the warm and fuzzies, maybe there's a way to kind of take a step back and think, all right, what are some of my core values here? I want to have fun with this. I want to you know, do this thing in this particular way just because I see everybody else doing it this way doesn't mean that I can't do it this other way and do it in a more fun way that's suited to my personality and the people I'm serving and things like that. And there's no doubt in our minds with this that we feel like we've we've hit all that. You know, we're we're serving you guys and ourselves and everybody involved in our awesome little corner of the internet in just the way that it works and still facilitating like, you know, conversations and workshops and things like that. But just doing it in a more fun way. Yeah. And the deep and, connections. And, and there's a reason for me to pull out those stonewashed shorty shorts. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the boxes that has to get checked there. <laughs> but the thing I, is, Jay, like, yeah, I think on the risk I side, Trav, I mean, you, I think I personally need, I needed the warm and fuzzies. I needed this feeling to have that because if we're doing a conference or this, either way, we were going to be taking a big financial risks now depending on venues and different things there are ways to mitigate that and maybe maybe this camp thing is not the best way to do it from a financial perspective maybe there'd be other event venues that could we could mitigate those risks a little more but it doesn't really matter because this is the kind of thing the thing we settled on and at some point we have to have faith that it's going to work and that you all want to come together as much as we want to bring you together and that we're going to be able to make that happen yeah, for sure. I, I can tell that I'm excited about it. This is this is usually a, a decent litmus test to know if something's giving you the warm and fuzzies. 
I, as soon as we got off our call yesterday, where I had been talking to this lady about the camp for, for like two weeks. And so I knew I was really excited. But then we got off our team call. We kind of went around. Everyone talked about it. We talked it out. And we decided, hey, this is going to be a go. Like, we're going to do this. I got off the call. I instantly wanted to talk to Jay more about it, even though we just spent two hours kind of hashing out details about it. And what was I and, doing? And you were talking to another friend of yours who had just gone to an outdoor adventure camp. So I was like, all right, he's excited. I'm excited. And then I started sending text messages to all my friends that I've met at WDS or friends that I've known that I think would be a good fit for this and probably sent out like 15 text messages and was like, you know, save the date, like early to mid June next year. Like we're doing an adult summer camp. You know, I was just so excited that even before we've locked down a place and we could give them exact dates and stuff like that, I was sending this out because these were people that I knew if they came to this camp, when they come to this camp, we'll have an absolutely amazing time. So that's how you know, hey, this is warm and fuzzy because we are super excited about it. We're we're already trying to, you know, seed it out to people to get excited. We're recording a podcast about it. I know we're going to be talking about the risks of it, but this is fodder for our podcast one day later, right? Because we know that this is something that we really, really, really want to do. Now, to to the to the point of risk, Jay, you know. We, I think the biggest issue for us, if we want to dive it just into our situation, but I think people can take this and expand it to, to their situation. Because as we said, there, there will always be a point, no matter how much you bootstrap your business and how much, no matter how much you're doing stuff on the side while you have your regular job and all this, there is a point where if you want to do something bigger, you're going to have to pay for it. And, and maybe it's not as big as it can't. Maybe it's just paying the first person to edit your podcast and you're not making any money with a podcast, but you know, you need an editor. This was my situation way back when I'm like, I need an editor. I'm never going to do this. So I'm not making any money on it, but I'm willing to spend, you know, 50 bucks to get this guy to edit my show because I just, I, if, if, if you don't, it's not going to work in the long run. You're not, it won't walk work in the long run. Now, 50 bucks might not seem like a lot to people or it might seem like a lot. I mean, we're going to cut a, five figure check the moment we sign a contract for camp like that's a lot bigger monetarily the point isn't the number it's what it makes you feel and you feel a little nervous and a little scared so there is always a point where you say i have to do like we cannot do a camp without taking on this risk if we want to do a camp or a conference like you mentioned jay there has to it's it's the type of thing where you have to put a lot of money up up front before anyone ever buys a ticket and before you ever have any idea if it works. There's just no way around it. We can't say, hey, can can you hold this camp for us and we're going to start selling tickets now and then when we get enough, we'll pay you. Like That's, that, that, that's not how events work. So we knew we were going to have to take this risk eventually. And we got to a point where like, it's time. It's time to do it. And um, I don't think people should do it just flippantly, but we didn't, right? We've done research. We've looked at a bunch of camps. We've, we've had, talked we've to had experiences. I mean, we've yep. uh, known what the vibe of those are. We know people in our community, you know, personally. We have relationships and friendships with them. We, we know what people will like based on what we've done before. I mean, there's all these things factor in, of course. But I mean, I, th- I think... I don't know if we have any magical solutions in this podcast, Traff, for anybody other than we just wanted you to know, uh, at least me going into it, I wanted you to know, the listener, that it's scary to take big risks. And 
I want you to know that we're scared right now. We feel, even though we feel confident in this idea, we're super excited about it. We've got the warm and fuzzies. We know people are going to love it and it's going to be an amazing experience. We still have to sell all the tickets so we don't, basically, so we don't lose our business. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, so when you think of it like that, it's crazy. But I was watching a documentary about Quincy Jones last night and he, uh, of course, wildly successful music producer, legendary. And there was a part of his life where he was talking about he had the best band he ever worked with that he was orchestrating. And they kind of ended the run with this band after like six weeks or I can't remember the amount of time. And he told them, we're going to keep this thing going because he just wanted to keep it going and touring around. But he ended up like $150,000 in debt because of that. But he believed in it. Now, okay, that seems foolish at the time. But of course, look back at his career. I mean, he built an incredible career and a lot of wealth and things like that too. So, I mean, there are a lot of stories of people out there who took big risks that worked out or didn't work out, but in the big picture, they just kind of working on some of it intuition and what you believe in and what you believe is the right thing to do for the people you serve. And for us, this is the right thing to do for the people that we serve. And that's you. We, we want to bring you together. We want you to connect with each other. We feel like we've seen the magic happen way too many times. It's happened, like Trav said, it's happened with us at our own uh, events that we've attended, that we've met up. It's happened at our events that we've organized where we've seen people connect and then they take those connections and continue them on past the event. We know how much value it can bring to people's lives and... We see it as our duty to facilitate those connections uh, among people. So this is part of what we want to do, what we love to do, and what we feel like we have to do. And it involves big risk, but we're doing it. Yeah, and I remember the the other biggest the the other biggest risk I ever took with money. And this was a lot smaller of a number because I was just starting out and I had no money. And this I actually wouldn't have done if it weren't for Heather. So that also ha- helps, right? When you have like, you know, Jay, you and I talked about it and we talked about it with the team and this and that, like when you do have an outside perspective who is also telling you to do it, I remember I wanted to go to the World Domination Summit, the conference we've talked about a lot. If you're unfamiliar with it, uh, they've done it nine years now, but this was year three. And I had read about it year one and two, but I was living in Japan, so I wasn't able to go. And I remember saying, when I get home, I'm going to go to this. Like year three, as soon as I can, I'm going to this. This looks awesome. This has a bunch of people there that I want to connect with. Like I didn't really even know exactly what it was. I just had seen someone that I trusted was putting it on, Chris Gillibo. And then the tickets came up for sale and they were $600. And I remember thinking like, this sucks. There's, I, I guess I didn't know how much it would be. You know, I, I had no inkling of what they would be. And when they went for sale, 600 bucks, I remember thinking like, well, this sucks. I can't go. Like, that's too expensive. I had no money. I mean, we were making, Jay, maybe $1,000 a month at that point with the business. I mean, making not, and that was our main income. It wasn't like, oh, my side hustle is making 1000 and I have a job. <laughs> right, that was, right. And I'm like, I can't go to this. And Heather's like, you need to go to this. You're going. And I was like, no, there's no way. This and that. We got to get out to Portland. We got to rent a... Uh, uh, hostile, all that kind of stuff. And she was just like, you've been talking about this for years. I guarantee going to this will have an impact that that you cannot believe. But I couldn't see it. If it was up to me, I would have I would have said, you I would have gone. Who did you meet that year? Go to WDS, meet my friend <laughs> Jason Moore here. And I mean, I, the, you know, they say the rest is history, but it really is. The people I met there are the same yeah. people that I was 
A, you that we're recording and, and we're putting down on camp are the same people that I was texting last night about a camp because I want them to come because they're my closest friends when it comes to this type of lifestyle. We're all people I met that first year. And so I was like, well, that big, that big risk paid off. I, I, I mean, it's hard to even put a financial value on it. But if I did, it'd be like that paid off a thousand times over or a hundred times over financially, let alone all the other residual stuff. So yeah, emotionally and all the friendships and things like that. I mean, you can't even quantify it. You know, it's too many. There's so many valuable things about meeting people in person and making those connections and getting around like-minded people and all that. And then doing it where you can also dip off and, you know, shoot a couple arrows into a bullseye at the archery range or, uh, you know, hang out and go swimming in the lake or, you know, hit down the slip and slide or whatever. I mean, by the way, we're getting, bu- we're buzzing out now because we're, uh, we're doing a 20 minute show. So we didn't want to, we didn't want to go too far over, but, uh, I-, I will leave you with this. I mean, we just decided this last night and it's, le- I'm in Norway and I'm like six hours ahead of you. So I was, you know, whatever time I went to bed at like 1230 or something. Dude, can you tell Jason doesn't have kids at his house? He watched a Quincy Jones documentary and he went to bed at twelve thirty. <laughs> Seriously, he's kidless for a week. The kids, it's been you're crazy. like refreshed as can be, man. Refre- well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, but I'm yeah. That that could be another episode for another time. But uh, you know, I went to bed. I was like, oh, cool. Like we're doing this camp. This is gonna be awesome. And um, then I didn't like outside of being excited about it. I didn't think anything of it. I just went to bed. I wasn't like, oh my god, we're gonna be trapped. My cut of. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and he's going to cut a five figure plus, you know, into five figures check. And then, oh my gosh, I'm so worried about it. Nope. I just went to bed and closed my eyes and woke up and I was like, oh yeah, it'd be cool to record it. Travis later to talk about this. Like, I just don't have, this is where maybe some of that intuitive stuff comes in where I just like, it just feels right. You know, this feels like the right project, feels like the right thing. And that's an important thing to kind of Remind yourself, too, when you're going about your business stuff, if you want to take a lesson away from this outside of the risk stuff we discussed and that being normal and being scared, is that you get to design your business. And sometimes we get caught in seeing what other people are doing and thinking, oh, we have to do that, too. We have to do that. We have to be on YouTube. We have to be on here, there, and the other. But if something you have fun with or not something that gives you the warm and fuzzies, then figure out a way to tweak it so you get the warm and fuzzies or just do the things that give you the warm and fuzzies and they can feel good about it. So then at least you feel good about the risk, you know? I, I, I wish we had a counter going of how many times you said warm and fuzzies during this podcast. I, I'm, I'm um, going to have to call this warm and fuzzies. By the way, locationindy.com slash camp. We don't have like a full page up all about it yet because we just made a decision yesterday, but you can put in your email there to stay tuned and stay updated on uh, all the camp related as, things. As soon as I coming. go out and cut that big check to that lady and lock in our specific dates, you will know and we'll be getting a page up because we will be interested in having you come to camp. Yeah. So locationindy.com slash camp. Great takeaways, Jay. Yeah. Just remember, if it gives you the warm and fuzzies, it's probably something worth fighting for there. And if you are scared and it is a big commitment, but you've done a you've done your homework, you've done your research, you've built to a certain point and it feels good about doing it, there's a point where you just have to take the leap. And 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 it happens with every business and we're ready to do it here. And uh we couldn't be more excited that the reason we're doing it is something as awesome as putting together a camp, something that it's gives us... because we know you guys are going to come because you're going to be like, oh, this is so awesome. Wait, I cannot miss this. Yeah, uh, I mean, so wakeboarding, ho- zip lining, shorty shorts, 80s they, party, the, good bonfire parties, marshmallows, s'mores. s'mores. I mean, what more do you want? happy hours. Listen, you name it. We'll it's all coming your way. Indy. 
We'll, we'll see you at Camp Indy. Indy.com slash camp. Get on the list. I know it's not till next year, but get excited. Um, and, uh, of course, you can grab that side hustle guide as well if you'd like. And I uh, want to leave you with a, a thank you, a quick thank you for listening. Trav, it was fun talking this out a little more. I know we talked about it like for like three hours yesterday. Yes, yeah, start prepping your 80s gear, guys. There's going to be an 80s night. I'm a, I'm a prepping. I'm a prepping. <laughs> All right. Chat with you guys soon. We'll see you.